You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This, this is the Blue Horseshoe with your host, George Brummer and Ryan Hickey. This is an interesting time game for the culture. We saw in week two the Jags like a world beater, and they go the next weekend and beat the Chargers. Like, oh man, Jags are legit. Now they lost two in a row. This is a game where coming on in, the Jags, especially on the interior, are dealing with injuries, are kind of be coming in banged up. I know the Colts, we've, we just highlighted every single pod, basically every single week now, how bad this offensive line is, how they just look hopeless and, and just can't get it together. This is an opportunity for whatever five we do see on Sunday to kind of make a statement and for the first time get some positive momentum and take advantage of what is going to come in, even if they're you know playing, still a banged up defensive line for the Jags that has given the Colts hell recently. Yeah, well, and I think it's going to be interesting to see because you go back to the Tennessee game and the feeling was, you know, their run defense has been really bad. This is the league to get better, and the Colts weren't able also to true. do it. But then you go to the Denver game, and it was the same situation. The run defense was the one area that you could probably get that team that had a really good defense, but the one place they struggled was against the run, and you did see some movement for it. It took a long time for it to happen, but by the end of that game, you did see the run game you know, move forward for the Colts. So can you do it again now against Jacksonville? Can, can you take another step forward and, may, and have your best running day since that, that opener in Houston? Um, it's, on, it's there on paper. You know, the opportunity, like you said, is there. Um, and the Colts have let too many of these opportunities pass. I think it's time to take advantage of one. That's a good, I'm glad you brought up Tennessee because I want to buy in. And like I said, there were some positive signs in Denver, albeit small. But like I said, Deion Jackson especially had some nice runs. And it's like, okay, there's, you know, Phil Lindsay too. Where it's, you start to see a little bit of holes forming in there. was a little bit, not consistent, but it was a little bit of a push, especially late in the game. They definitely got more comfortable. But the Tennessee game is what I keep going back to. And why right now, this I, even with the injuries, I still can't believe the Colts will truly kind of manage this defensive line for the Jaguars, because like you said, this was the worst run defense in the NFL coming in in Tennessee uh, a few weeks ago. And the Colts averaged as a team 1.8 yards per carry. I think Jonathan Taylor's style off the top of my head was like 20 carries for 42 yards, something like that. So it's like you couldn't even get the best running back in the NFL against the worst offensive, uh, worst defensive line in terms of stopping the run in the NFL. Couldn't get him going. Couldn't have like an average day. I can't until I see it, George. I can't believe this offensive line is going to get anywhere near of a consistent push, uh, even though the Jags are do have injuries coming on in. It's a lost cause. I agree. I agree 100%. I've been saying all year, like, I'm not going to project this team to do anything. After week one, when, when we saw them struggle in Houston, I said, I'm not going to pick them in Jacksonville because until we see them turn things around, I'm not going to believe it. I'm at the same point with the offensive line right now. You know, until we see them go out there and do it on the field, I'm not going to project them to do it because I, I think that would just be insane on my part. And then finally, before we give our pick here, George, are you more concerned or encouraged about the defense going in? We saw them get shredded by Trevor Lawrence in this Jaguars offensive week two. Really since then outside of, again, one half, uh, the first half against Tennessee, they've been pretty much locked down. How do you feel about the defense kind of coming to this game uh, after getting shredded in week two? I feel like the defense is on the rise. You know, I, I still don't explain the first half against Tennessee. That That's I don't know what happened there. But other than that, you know, the last three weeks, they looked really good. They, they played as well against Patrick Mahomes as anybody probably ever has. Uh, and then you come out and, and have a good game against a struggling Denver offense. But, you know, we, we, we act like that's nothing. But how many times have the Colts let struggling offenses come to life? 
and they didn't. They kept him down. They made him keep struggling. Uh, so I think this defense is is heading in the right direction. I think something's starting to click. I think Kenny Moore is starting to play more like Kenny Moore. Uh, the secondary in particular is coming together really well. If they can get another dominant uh, game up front, I think that's a big thing. You know, can they can they get to Trevor Lawrence the way they got to Russell Wilson, the way they got to to Patrick Mahomes, and, and the way they got to Ryan Tannehill in the second half of that game? Uh, that's the key, I think, on defense. I'm with you. I, I think I'm buying it. Like for the Colts defense, for all the pessimism I have with the offense, um, I feel the opposite way with the defense. Like I said, I think this is a defense on the rise, and there's a reason to believe for sure. Um, and even knowing that this is a defense we saw in week two, basically sit back, get shredded on, on a you know play by play basis. And this is an offense that where Trevor Lawrence is clicking, it's a lot of quick throws. You know, three-step drops, five-step drops, and get the ball quick and kind of get it in space to Travis Etienne, to Christian Kirk, to Evan Ingram. I do think, like I said, this defensive line especially is starting to get more consistent pressure on the quarterback really since that game uh, in Jacksonville. The secondary has been, you can argue, the best unit for the Colts uh, overall the season so far. So I'm with it. I feel good with this defense. I don't think we'll see another 24 points scored by Jacksonville, especially the ease at some points, which they scored it back in week number two. I'm with you. I feel really good about this defense. I think they'll continue what we kind of saw the last few weeks uh, and continue to play really, really good football here. So, George, let's get some picks here. It's it's finally pick time. We are one in four so so far this season. Of course, the only game we got right. I love how you phrase this: the free space game. Colts, Jaguars, and Jacksonville. It's a gimme. That was a gimme right there. We both got that one right. But whether it's predicting the Colts to win and they lose, whether it's predicting the Colts to lose and they win. It's been a very tough year to read the Colts. How are we feeling so far? Jaguars, Colts, in which the Colts, again, for all their struggles in Jacksonville, have done a very good job in Indy, 8-2 and two in their last 10 matchups here. Is this a game the Colts go to 3-2-1 and one, or 2-3-1? Yeah, 8-2 and one? Yeah, and two at home and, and, and against this opponent, and, and certainly a lot of reason to believe for Indianapolis coming into this week. But I, I go back to what we just said. I've got to see them do it. And this game, traditionally against Jacksonville, is one in the trenches. I don't trust the Colts' offensive line. I'm going to go 17-9 to Jaguars. 17-9 to Jaguars. It's interesting, too, because the Colts are favoring this game by two points, which I know the Jaguars coming in struggling. Don't like that. The over-under is 42 points. So, for all of, we, we said, I will say, the one thing we got right, George, last week, hammer the under. There will not be a lot of offensive boy. Did we get that right? Somehow, you know, we can even make the argument we were maybe even wrong and be too generous in giving each team a touchdown last week in that field goal fest. 17-9. I'm gonna I, I'm picking the Jaguars again. I will go a little, I will go 24-20. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'll go 21-17. I do think the Jaguars, like I just weird to say that they're coming and struggling. I just right now I can't trust this Colts offense to put four good quarters together. They've played well in the fourth quarter. The first three quarters have been anemic. We don't like the, the offensive line should play a little bit better, but also too now you're still on the fly putting a brand new combination of five guys out there, whether you want to run it back from last week, where you're trying to a brand new combo. Maybe you get like said Dennis Kelly in the mix. There's still gonna be a lot of communication issues and still kind of continuity to get flowing. And even with the injuries coming in for the Jaguars, it's still not a defensive line that I think is going to just get mauled by this Colts offensive line anyway, or you know, any which way around it. It's going to be another tough sledding game, I think, for Jonathan Taylor. And if can't establish a run, I think it's going to be one of those games where the Colts can have, again, another tough time on offense. Be a little bit, I mean, we're talking about 17 points here. So I guess that's one of the best offensive outputs for the Colts all season. So there's some, there's something be, there. You want to, you know, be an optimist. But boy, I yeah. Think- 
I think the optimism is we're one and four. So, you know, we're both picking the Jag. So, hey, maybe it means another Colts win. That's true. We'll see. That means if you are a better listener to this, hammer the Colts. Because, boy, <laughs> oh, boy, like I said, have we not been have we not been picking winners? And the under. Uh, and the I would under. stick with the under to every Colts game uh, until further notice. Yes. Yes, unless the opponent, unless the Jags hang 41 by themselves, it seems like this is going to be uh, another game where points are going to be hard to come by. So we're both on the Jags in a low-scoring game. I'll go 21-17. Jacksonville, you're saying 13-9? 17 Jaguars? 17-9, excuse 17-9 me. 17-9 Jaguars, yep. Either way, I'm going to give Trevor still... Lawrence his, his two touchdowns. It feels like that's what he gets. <laughs> two touchdowns against the Colts. I'm going to give him his two touchdowns. Automatic. Oh, boy. So, fingers crossed here we are wrong, but like I said, the Colts still are not giving you any reason to believe. We will be back on Sunday to break down whatever happens in Week 6 here. Pivotal Week 6 game in which the Colts, again, for, for how bad they've been, the division right there in front of them, and you have this game against the Jaguars next week against the Titans. It's there in front of the Colts. They want to take it to kind of turn the season around and erase what isn't so far a dreadful start to the season. But I think there's right now at least a reason to believe that what we've seen through the first five weeks will carry into week number six. So again, make sure you check us out here wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, check out the Blue Horseshoe Pod. We will be uh, back again on Sunday night to react to that Colts game. In between, if you want to hear our thoughts uh, on Twitter during the game, you can check them out at GM Bremer. George will be live at the game. You can check me out at Ryan underscore Hickey in the number three. Enjoy the game on Sunday. Hopefully, hopefully there's something to kind of get happy about, even if it's just one touchdown. Hey, at this point, George, we'll take one touchdown. One offensive touchdown. Sign me up. It would only be the seventh of the season. So, you know, those have been oh. rare. <laughs> Treasure it, all right? Take that touchdown, put it in the highlight reel, and just kind of rewatch it over and over again. Because, like I said, there's not many so far we have seen. Enjoy the game. We'll talk to you on Sunday night after the Colts game, right here in the Blue Horseshoe Podcast.